futures I think you should be watching. We've got Tom O'Brien. We've got the CEO of TFNN.com joining us. Tom, welcome. Happy Monday to you. A uh, busy week ahead, multiple focal points for investors, for traders. A minute ago, we looked at, well, how shares of American Airlines have gained roughly 25% this year, top gainer amongst U.S. airlines in the S&P 500 today. But uh, the news is, well, has potential for uh, the news, I should say, of a travel ban being lifted has potential to benefit some companies more than others. I did notice uh, Love, for example, Southwest was actually still lower on the day. Those just don't really seem to benefit from this. Uh, great to be with you, Ben. Yeah, I think what's happening with the airlines is this, is that, so, so picture, I can picture it's going to be great if Europe gets opened, there's going to be more travel. The airline's bigger picture, however, is that there's not going to be as much business travel, which you, which you kind of brought up a little bit earlier. That's going to be a big deal, because I think at the beginning, the airlines definitely, meaning, let the, let's, let's say this is a big breakout. At the beginning of it, they are going to be able to get more money from the retail travelers. The business travelers, however, make up 70% of their gross revenue. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty hard to stomach. And I just don't see that coming back. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll come back, okay, but not on the scale that it was. So when you're looking at these airlines, um, you know, I'd be, I'd be careful. I mean, because the bottom line is that, yeah, we get American up 20 cents, but yet you have United, well, United's only down 26 cents. Um, I think they, they, you know, they're going to have some problems. And the debt structure is huge. Um, and we might be right back on the cycle like we were starting in 1980, going all the way up until, what, only 10 years ago that they were struggling every time. You know, they'd go BK, they'd open up again, they'd do it again. I mean, American Airlines went, I, believe, I know they went twice. They might have went three times in the last 25 years. Um, you know, so I, they have some struggles ahead of them. They, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, it's not going to go away, and prices are going to be higher, but I don't, I don't see that, that business travel uh, coming back in the next five or ten years. Just don't see it, because the, the companies have realized now that they don't have to keep people on the road spending $1,200 or $1,400 for you know, a two-hour flight. So, I, you know, Zoom calls are going to make a big difference, and I think that's going to affect them on a longer-term basis. And the debt structure now is huge. I mean, we, we know that. So the real question is, is that uh, this time it's going to be the government that probably doesn't get their money back versus uh, some of the note holders. Okay, it looks like Americans still positive, up by about one and a third percent, Tom. Uh, we were just looking at Delta, and it looks like Alaska. Some of the other names have actually gone negative now across the board. So giving back some of the uh, gains that we had seen earlier this morning, they were fractional, but at least they were positive. We'll see uh, again how things play out this week. But I'd agree with you. I was uh, mentioning that the frequented, I said, New York to London, London, New York route, not as much so anymore, that's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about some of the housing data this morning, uh, the housing market index, uh, a couple focal points this week in terms of, uh, well, a couple individual stocks to keep an eye on that are uh, going to tie into this discussion. We've got housing starts, building permits, new and existing home sales. Lenar and KB Home, talk to me about uh, what you have your eye on and what we should be watching in terms of getting a better gauge of where things stand uh, in this sector. Yes. This is going to be really intriguing watching it play out. Th these guys are going to continue to make money. That being said, what ends up happening now is this, is that let's say Lenar, let's say Lenar, when they're doing subdivisions, it would, it would take them approximately five months to get a full build and move it out the door, right? That's over, okay? We're talking 
pushing six and a half to seven months. And the real number here comes like this. All the big builders have actually stopped pre-selling. So what they're doing, if you and I walked in right now, if they have something, they'd be more than willing to sell us. But they're not going to sell us something four months ahead of time. And the reason is, number one, the supply chain, and number two, the transportation. The transportation is huge. You know, per container, if we go back a year ago, per container, let's just say from Shanghai to L.A. or Tampa or uh, Chicago or New York, is, it was approximately $1,650 to 1750 They're 14500 right now. Lennar, Toll Brothers, all these guys are going to get caught up in this because they buy huge amounts of supplies, huge amounts of appliances that are coming in. It's like, okay, man. Well, at first I can't get the appliances. They're late. Now I'm going to pay per container approximately what? What's that? I don't know. Thousand percent more. And it's real. I mean, this is happening every day. Now that's on one side. On the other side, which is pretty cool, is the demand is huge. Okay, so. I expect they're still going to come in with some good numbers. Like, you know, Lenar right now is trading at 96, but I think Lenar can get down to 90. You know, I don't I don't think the housing se sector is in trouble at all. I think the trouble inside the housing sector is going to be get getting the supplies in order to deliver the housing. Right? You know, worldwide right now, we have a huge housing shortage. Um, it's politically, it's separating a lot of things domestically, internationally. This isn't just in the United States. This is worldwide. So um, I think the housing companies are going to be fine. I think they're going to pull back with this pullback right here. And, you know, we'll see when the supply chain gets better. All right, Tom, uh, plenty to watch there. That's for sure. I've got my eye on a couple of the other players. Again, when you're talking uh, this area, you've got uh, Home Depot, Lowe's. I'm looking at ITB. It's been coming off a little bit as well. So a few areas to watch here as far as this discussion. Let's continue that later. How about vaccine stocks? And well, I saw Pfizer lower today, but holding up above Friday's low. Last I saw some news that their vaccine is now safer. Is it five to 12 year olds, five to 11, basically? And yeah, I, uh, I think this, this is going to be this is a, this is a great deal. I think I, it's actually three, three to 10 or three to 11 or something, which is awesome. Um, we're going to be in the world of basically, you know, getting rid of viruses for quite some time. This is not going to be a one-off. You know what I mean? It's just like whether, you know, you get colds every year. Unfortunately, we get a virus that can really hurt people uh, now. So I suspect they're going to be giving vaccinations for quite some time. Um, if we take a look at Pfizer, we're at 43 bucks right now. Um, I like what it looks like. I, I love equities that have high volume highs and at 51 this is a high volume high so to me Pfizer is just a pullback to a breakout area you know that breakout area ends up being uh what 40 41 bucks mm, 41 42 43ish yeah, yeah go ahead exactly which is it which is a nice deal I mean on a, on a weekly they went up there with 288 million shares and last week they only backed down at 168 so that's a nice setup when you know, when you basically technically when you're looking at something, when we look fundamentally at the equity, uh, it has the numbers. I mean, Pfizer expects to do uh, 81 billion this year, 22 billion this quarter, when five years ago it only do 52 billion the whole year. So there's some, yeah, there's some real juice there. There's absolutely some real juice there. All right, well, you can understand. I mean, again, uh, in terms of the demand for the product and uh, yes. we'll follow this one as it develops as far as uh, 
Again, these recommendations probably we'll be looking at at some point, and ultimately, this is a big part of the uh, whole vaccine uh, discussion as well in terms of young adults, children. Uh, Tom O'Brien, appreciate you joining us, CEO of TFNN, helping us take a look at a couple stocks that are on the move, and he's got his eye on things we should.